You're listening to the Bright City Podcast. To hear more about our gatherings, groups, and what's going on in the life of our church, visit brightcity.church or follow us, Bright City Church, on Instagram. Today's message is from Jess Conley. Good morning. Do you ever see yourself and you're like, man, I needed like a protein shake in that moment. I'm like, it's been a week, y'all. It's been a week. Um, Hey, first off, if you have the ability to move, squeeze in, and I know I just did the worst to all the introverts in the room. You were like, I was really enjoying the real estate I had. But if you can squeeze in a little bit uh, just to make room, uh, we are doing our best to make room. We will be starting two services soon. um, So that'll help with that as well. Yeah, amen. Well, hey, if this is your first time, I just want to say welcome. My name is Nick, Pastor of Bright City, and we're just so glad that you're here. Uh, How incredible, what a privilege and honor it is for you to spend the first moments of your 2024 with us. And so we don't take that lightly. We're so glad that you're here. Um, And if there's anything that we can do to help you get connected, uh, we'll tell more about this in the end, but we would love to see you in the back uh, just to help you start the new year strong. Um, This morning when we were singing that song, uh, uh, some of you might have started with momentum this year. Anyone have like you're just living your best life now momentum some of you are like, I hadn't had enough coffee for this, Nick. I'm going to need you to ask me that later. Um, some of you, you started with a mountain. Anyone? You're like, man, I I, I started with a mountain. Um, well, for us at, at Bright City uh, this week, uh, we, we, I think, started with a little bit of a mountain. Um, we lost someone who was uh, dear to our community, but even more uh, was near and dear to the community of Charleston as a whole. Um, his name was Corey, and uh, I told everyone at prayer this morning is, I love each one of you. Do you hear me say that? I love each one. Some of y'all have some jankety listening faces where I'm preaching, and I'm like, oh, my God, I just offended their mom. I think they might be asleep. Uh, I think they're thinking about lunch afterwards. And so, anyway, it's, it's, a, it's a thing I have to fight through. But uh, Corey would always sit kind of back here. And every Sunday he was in the place, his eyes were locked in, like he was locked in. Um, And so even though we lost Corey, heaven gained Corey and um, just the faith that he had, the leadership that he had. um, I mean, you you you, the one of the first times I saw him in the room, he had 20 people around him. He was just that guy. So um, I only mention all that just to say, number one, um, if you could just be praying for the family. Um, They are an incredible family. I showed up at the hospital and Bibles were out um, like just God was in the midst of it all. And so just be praying for the family. Secondly, be praying for uh, his community where he worked at Hilo. Um, If you've joined a gym and you're a gym person, you understand this is that that gyms are family. It's like you, you go to war with these people every, every week when you're trying to live your best life now. And so uh, just pray for them. And then the third thing I'd ask you to pray for is uh, we'll have his celebration of life on Wednesday. And just be praying for that moment. Um, one of the first things that his mom said to me is she said, I think that even one is going to come to faith and that's going to be worth it. Her words, not mine. I was like, oh, my gosh, like I am on holy ground. Um, so anyway, just be praying for uh, Wednesday. So anyway, 
I don't know where you are, but I just I share all that just to say, like, hey, if you're stepping into this place and you have a mountain in your life right now, you're in the right place. And we're so glad that you're here. Amen. Hey, friends, I'm Jess, if we haven't gotten to meet yet. And today, you might have seen on social media, you might, um, you might see it behind me, is a little bit of a different Sunday. So periodically at Bright City, we have what we call sharing Sundays. And I'm going to unpack why, if you've heard this before, just... Think about your grocery list. Um, We have sharing Sundays periodically. Specifically, we tend to do them after a sermon series. And the reason why is because um, we know that um, our brains aren't really, like, meant to, like, take in new information every single week and not process it. And so especially after we go through a sermon series and we're talking on a particular topic or a part of the Bible, we want you to be able to hear and see people testify about how God used that biblical truth to change change their lives. So a lot of times we'll do it after a sermon series to just um, let people testify. The other reason we do it is because in Revelation, we hear the truth that the enemy is defeated by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And so Jesus has done his part, right? He has bought our redemption, our salvation, our eternal life, and our abundant life. And we want to bring now the word of our testimony to help our brothers and sisters as they fight the good fight. And so we don't, we love biblical teaching. We love biblical teaching from pastors. We love um, you guys coming in here and being hungry to receive God's word. But we also know that something really transformative happens when you hear one another speak truth about what God is doing in and through you. Um, so the reason why this sharing Sunday is a little bit different is because we haven't, we're not doing it based on a sermon series. We're really asking um, a handful of people in our church, what is one thing God did or said? or taught you in 2023. And we really just want to kick off the year hearing other people bear witness to how God has moved in their lives. Um, And so my prayer for you as you listen, um, number one, my encouragement to you as you listen is that you would be a great listener. Um, If you sleep when Nick and I are talking, that's totally fine. Don't sleep when your friends are talking, okay? Don't sleep there. They can't, that's not fair to them. Um, So stay awake today in Jesus' name, amen. Um, You guys didn't laugh at that, which (laughs) was, so that was a good, like you got out a not laugh on me. Don't do that on them. If they say something funny, give them a little giggle, okay? little something something okay just make them not feel so awkward up here um but I I pray that you would be an attentive listener I pray that you would um hear how God has moved and that you would watch them as they bear witness to what God has done in their life and that you would um come into agreement and thanking God with that but also maybe notice is that something I need to see God do in my life is that something I need to maybe apply in some certain way too um and during response time we'll talk about what that'll look like so we got a handful of people. They're, they're going to be sharing quickly, so just let's listen attently, um, attentively. And we're going to start with my friend Jamie Lynn, who's going to come up here and share. So Jamie Lynn, welcome. If, I, if we had more time today, I want you guys to know I'd be giving everybody a two- or three-minute bio about why I am so blessed and so in awe of these people who are sharing. But I can't, so just know I love you so much. Um, Jamie Lynn, what's one thing God did or taught you in 2023? Um, So in the beginning of 2023, God started kind of to tell me that I was going to be making some big life changes, and they were going to require a lot of flexibility and vulnerability, but also stepping into community. And I am an introvert, so that is not natural for me. Um, 
But one of the things that I did not anticipate was one Sunday while I was at my church that I had been with and serving with for eight years, um, he kind of just told me, you're going to leave and you're going to go to Bright City. And I just, I didn't expect it. It didn't make any sense to me. And there was about 10,000 other things I had been working on in my life that made sense, and this one didn't. So I kind of just dug my heels into the ground about it and said, um, I'm, I'm not ready to do this, so if you want me to do it, then I need you to equip me with the courage to do it. And I wasn't going to move until I felt ready. And week after week, I didn't feel ready, so week after week, it just became heavier and more and more of a burden on me that I wasn't living out God's will, but I also wasn't ready to do it. Um, and during that time, God was very gentle, but he was very bold in putting people and situations directly in my path that were constantly just redirecting me back to Bright City, and um, I was still resisting it and just so upset about it, and one day I just asked God, what do you need me to do, because I'm missing the mark somewhere, something's not making sense, and um, he kind of revealed to me in that that I needed to let my obedient yes be first and let courage be secondary, and as soon as I said yes and did it, that courage would follow and it would come into the places that it was needed. So um, I started working on letting that go. And as soon as I started to resist that and just step into the yes in faith, um, I did get to see that courage and it started to come through. And I also learned that um, my fears were really based in the fear of what I was going to have to give up or what I was going to lose, but I couldn't see the potential gain that was going to come from it. So once I kind of released the resistance under my thumb and said, yes, I'll do it, um, I was just met with a lot of grace and compassion, and the transition was sweet, and it was also hard, but um, God just really showed his favor in that, that sometimes it's just, it's just a yes, and obedience is first, and then courage is there. You just don't always need it to be ready. Woo! Yeah, you can clap for that. I don't know about y'all, but I want to be Jamie Lynn when I grow up. Also, um, earlier this week, she said that phrase to me, obedience first, courage second. And I just knew, like, in my gut that that was going to unlock some things for people today. Because a lot of us, like, wait on courage before we obey God. Can I, can I pull a fast one on you? Can I ask okay. you a follow-up question? Sure. Um, if there's somebody in the room today that's like, I know, I know an area I need to be obedient in. Maybe it, maybe it sounds like smaller, or maybe it sounds insurmountable, but they're like, I know it. Is there one encouragement you would give them on the other side of this? Um, I would say that you know what God is saying to you, and so you just, you, just step into, you just step into yes, and that's really all that you need is yes, and you don't have to supply anything else, so the rest will be supplied. Thank you, God. Come on. All right. Can you guys thank Jamie Lynn for me? Thank you so much. Justin, Justin, come on up. I'm really having to resist the, resist the desire to tell you guys all about these people, but I want to tell you, Jamie Lynn has been really a friend of Bright City for years and years and years, and it's just now, now our honor that we get to have her inside our church. But the first time I saw her at the Way of the Bright this past fall, do you remember? It was the weirdest thing that happened. But I was like, haven't you already been through the Way of the Bright? And she was like, I just started going here. Um, and I was like, weird. I, like, I feel like you've been here forever. <laughs> it was so strange. I was like, I feel like you've been a part of us forever, even though I know that. Right. Okay. Um, this is my friend Justin. You guys. Hi, everyone. Justin is a pillar in the house of the Lord. I think he's one of the most interesting people I've ever met. Um, and he's so wise, and he's so thoughtful, and his, we, his wife, MG, was also going to be sharing today, but she's not feeling well. 
Um, so Justin, tell us what's one thing God did or taught you guys in 2023. Yeah. Well, we were expecting to be up here together. She's got the Charleston chest congestion or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> uh, feel free to nudge your neighbor if you know they have it because they might. Um, it is going around. But uh, I'm up here alone, and that's okay. Um, she wanted to be here. But in 2023, I, th I think th that God taught us the importance of, of vulnerability and consistency and prayer with people. And through those things, he gave us community. Mm -hmm. And that's ultimately something that we really wanted, something that was a, a goal for us, I guess you'd say, for 2023. Yeah. Um, and it's something that God gave us. Um, and that all really happened, I think, through prayer. Um, we came from Salt Lake City. We, we moved here in January of last year. Uh, we left a community that was really tight. Um, a lot of our friends were just really, really tight. But we weren't necessarily prayer-centered. Um, prayer wasn't really a normal thing for us to do together. Um, even though we were going to church and um, doing like all the Christian things, it just wasn't really front and center. So we come here and we knew that we wanted to be involved in a church. We got invited to a community group where prayer was the point. Um, and in that group, we were encouraged to share of ourselves and ask for prayer and then pray for other people too. And through that whole experience, we saw God heal us in ways we didn't really expect. Um, we saw God open our hearts to um, what people around us were, were saying. We saw us become less cynical. Um, and again, I can't really overstate how important living in Salt Lake was for us, but it was just four years of, I mean, kind of stagnant faith. Uh, and coming here, it was like being asked to pray for someone else was something I hadn't done in a long time. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, again, through that, God, God did a lot of healing um, in my own heart, things that I didn't even know I needed. Uh, and he, I think, also laid the groundwork for deeper community through, through prayer. Mm -hmm. um, when I was thinking through, when we were thinking through what we wanted to say last night, because we kind of it was, it was definitely last night that we thought through this. Um, <laughs> I kept saying, we were vulnerable, we did this, we showed up, we were consistent, and we made it happen. Um, and MG, my wife, was telling me, like, yeah, but God did stuff too. <laughs> and... And she's right. Um, <laughs> I, I think, so Nick earlier this morning asked us the question before service, like, what do you want to put on? What do you want to, or yeah, what do you want to put on? What do you want to throw off uh, in 2024? And I think I want to throw off this mindset of I did this. And I, I made the community happen. Um, the reality is, like, this group already existed and we were invited into it. And I had the opportunity to pray for people. And God gave us a lot of things. And um, I get to sit in front of a lot of friends today and tell you all that 
God gave me you and this church. And that's basically it. He gave us community, and that's a really good thing, and it helped us grow a lot. Thank you so much. Don't, don't leave yet. I'm going to pull a fast one on you too, Justin. Um, what would you say to somebody who's sitting in here that says, like, number one, that I don't know that I'm, like, spiritual enough that I want to go sit and pray with people, mm-hmm. um, or I don't know that I'm brave enough to, like, go into somebody's home, or, like, I actually just don't even know if I have the time to be in a group. What would your encouragement to them be? Um, yeah, I, I didn't either. <laughs> I... <laughs> I, I didn't want to pray for people. I didn't, I didn't think that I could. Uh, I had in the past, but I wasn't ready for it. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that the reality is that God can use you even if you're not ready. Yeah. And that even if, like honestly, imposter syndrome, me being up here talking to you guys about what I learned, I mean, God can use anybody to, to do something in someone's life. And um, you're, I guess it's just being open. It's like hands open. And um, I was going to say something else, but I lost it. Listen, we're grateful. Thank you, yeah. thank you, Justin. We're so grateful for you. I'm taking that word. Jordan, you can come on up. Um, I'm taking that word. Listen, do it maybe before you're ready, before you feel ready. So good. Um, this is my friend Jordan. Um, here's what I want to tell you about him. Do you, have, do you ever have people that just make you feel hopeful about the whole world? That's how I feel about Jordan and Katie, his girlfriend, too. <laughs> um, they make me feel hopeful about the whole world. About a week after I met them, I was like, okay, we're all going to be okay. <laughs> um, I mean it. I mean it. You're a blessing. Um, hey, Jordan, thanks for being here. Hey, how you doing? What is one thing God taught you or did in you or shared with you in 2023? Yeah, 2023 um, for me was a different year than what I experienced like throughout my life. I think I think it was a season of waiting for me. Um, I've never really experienced, I've always been on the go, go, go. Um, I'm very, uh, really bad at resting. <laughs> so uh, graduated school, grad school in, in May, took the bar exam in July, and I'm kind of just in this season, I'm currently still in this season of just waiting on the Lord, like, Lord, what's next for me? What do you want from me? And I really just felt him kind of speaking to me to say, hey, I'm giving you this time to know more about me. Um, and it, I took that, and I was like, Lord, like, I know who you are. Like, I've, grew, I've grown up in the church. Like, I've read your word. Like, what more do I need to know about you? And he just kept pressing on me, like, there's still more, there's more, there's more, there's so much more. And um, my, my girlfriend got me this uh, Bible in a year, I brought it up with me, but um, it's a 365-year it's a, it's a Bible, and you have a little bit of the Old Testament, a little bit of the New Testament, a psalm, and a proverb every single day. And halfway through, it just, like, you start having this different perspective on, like, how you see life and the way you're living um, and I noticed, like, the things that I, the things that I thought I wanted in the past, like, they began to fade away, and I started to want different things, and I started, I started to want to be in community with the church, and I started uh, wanting to serve and wanting to know him more, 
So I think it was just, for me, 2023 was a season of just really going after God, being intentional with his word, creating those habits that, had, that I thought I had in the past, but I, but I really didn't. Kind of just fooled myself that thinking that, oh, I can read the Bible occasionally and still get the things that I need. Um, but I started understanding that this is, this is our food, just like we eat, you know, food and water, like we're, we're spiritual beings too. So we need, we need the food of the spirit of the Holy Spirit to feed us through that way. So that's just kind of the things that I started, um, building up in my head and practicing my life in 2023. So good. Thank you, God. Yeah. Jordan, something we say a lot around Bright City is like reading our Bible is a get to, it's not a have to, right? Like it's not something we have to do, it's not something we should do, it's something we get to do. But what would you say to somebody who would say that sounds like a line? Like they're like, oh, I don't know, man. It's actually really not that enjoyable. Like, like a, a lie or a like, li- a, like a line, like a, oh, we get uh, to read the Bible. Like what would you say to somebody who's like, I don't know that I want to, or I don't know that I sit down and it's super enjoyable for me? Yeah, I mean, what I would say is I guess it depends. It depends who you are. Like for, like for me, like I'm, I'm, I'm very analytical. Like I need to know, like, is this true? Like am I, am I being deceived here? Like is this, is this, is this real? You know, and then I just like while I'm reading it, like I I realize it's it's not just one book. This is this is 66 books, by 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 different authors over the span of a thousand thousands of years, all pointing to Jesus. And like when you start like realizing that and reading it and reading through it, like you start realizing, oh, this this is something I can cling to. This is this is the truth that I can cling to and apply to my life. So that's where you that's where you're at. Um, I really encourage you to to read it, to start off reading it through that lens, and then obviously through prayer, getting in community, asking those hard questions. I think a combination of those things is really is really helpful. So good. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jordan. Claire and Luke, you guys can come on up. Here, I'll take your mic from you. Claire and Luke, where are you guys? Come on up. You guys come on up. I'm, I'm going to give you both a chair. Um, oh, okay. Um, you guys, this is Claire and Luke, and um, they have only been at Bright City a couple of months. Let me tell you why you might not know that, because they run this place. <laughs> okay? Just saying. Um, they run this town. Um, that beautiful Christmas tree, I, they, he does not want me to tell you guys this, oh, I don't. but that beautiful Christmas tree that was an architectural magnific- magnificent sculpture, that was Luke's idea. He designed it and built it with his bare hands like Jesus. Um, and I, I know people helped. A lot of men helped, and it was, such a, it was such a team effort. I'm just saying, I saw you in here on the floor drawing that thing out with wood. It was wild. Um, and Claire is, like, literally her hands are in everything at Bright City. They just they moved here and jumped in and literally, like, run this town. So we, we blessed their socks off. Um, or they bless our socks off, we bless them. In Jesus' name. What's one thing I, God taught you guys in 2023? Um, I think 2023 was a year, um, a lesson in faithfulness from God for us. Um, and just like the song Firm Foundation, like you've never failed and you won't start now. Like that was like our sound, my soundtrack. I, we both listened to that song a lot last year. But um, in January, we were nine months into our marriage and we were six months into a deployment. And Luke was in Romania and I was in California. So we were 10 time zones apart. And so we had been married for three months before he left and we were learning how to be married and we were physically separated and 
the devil was finding every way to keep us relationally separated and emotionally separated, like trying so hard to find those vulnerable, vulnerable spots in us. Um, and for me, that brought up a lot of fear and insecurity and body image things that I hadn't ever really dealt with before, like being far away from my husband and um, was just like really hard being in California by myself. Um, and then Luke dealt with some of his own things. Yeah, um, so, you know, we were 10 time zones apart, um, and the last time I had done something like that, uh, I was married to a different woman, um, uh, and I was deployed in 2017, um, came home to a wife who, and, and a life that was really unraveling, um, she had a lot of difficult things to say to me, um, and I had to deal with the fact that a lot of them were true. Um, but the hardest part of that story uh, really was like infidelity was involved, um, and that has been a, a really huge thing for me to um, to walk through uh, and to deal with and. And what he, what God did in 2023, uh, really was show me that there's a different reality um, on the other side of that. That that life and marriage can be something other than that, um, because that was the only reality that I had walking into a year separated from a woman that I had been married to for three months. Um, and, and the question that really stuck with me, uh, particularly on like the back half, back quarter of that was like, what if it is way better than anything that I could possibly imagine? Um, and, and trying to live into that question, uh, on a daily basis is, uh, you know, is, is pretty hard, um, in, in a world that teaches us, uh, to live into scarcity. Um, yeah, so that is what stuck with me in 2023. Um, so then in January, we found out we were moving to Charleston. Um, and like, so in the midst of all of that, we then like started after, like. After after we knocked on like three other doors. Yeah, like after hey, we can were. Can we go to Florida? No. Can, can we go to Italy? Yeah. No. yeah. We, we kept getting to, like, uh, no, we kept getting Georgia? like maybes and then no's <laughs> and maybes and then no's. And then we got a yes for Charleston. Um, and so in the midst of all of that, like that we're dealing with relationally, we then had to like plan a move while we were on opposite sides of the world. Um, and God was so faithful. And like the lesson he's been teaching me for a long time is that there's, he's always doing something new. And, um, and like we, like immediately I got a job doing this very specialized work that I do. And um, we have got an opportunity to buy a house that was incredible because that was a goal of ours. And we, um, Luke came home in July. We were here by August. We had a belated wedding reception. We were back here in September. And we started going to Bright City like the week we got here. Um, and the way of the Bright started like the next week and we were in the way of the bright and we were just like this is we couldn't believe it yeah it was unreal we met so many amazing people and jumped in <laughs> so um yeah I think I think partially what I see in y'all's life and even when I say like they run this place like I think that you do live in such a place of freedom and confidence because you have dealt with your stuff separately 
and together. Um, and, and hearing, like, even the little bits of your testimony that we've gotten here today and that I've gotten here, I know, like, these are people who have done the work to process their lives with God so that they can see him do a new thing um, and, and are processing it. What would you say, what would either of you guys say to somebody here who's like, I've got trauma in my past, I've got past pain, you know, I've got old relationships, I've got old lies, or I've got new stuff coming up, and I don't actually really, it doesn't sound fun to talk about it. Mm. Like, I'd rather just move forward. What encouragement would you guys give them? I think one thing that we have always, like, both been really intentional about is, like, pushing into hard conversations, and, like, Luke is constantly thanking me like thanks for having that hard conversation with me and like also has taught me to point out the liar like so fast and he's so good at that and I I didn't used to be and I am faster now but he's like that's a lie like that's the liar like telling you something that's not true and I think like just like putting that lens on of like is it from the Lord or is it from the liar um is it can can help you push past those things so much faster um, I'd say you have a choice. Um, you can either deal with your stuff or you can take it out on your family. Like that, that's the reality. Um, if you don't step into the discomfort, you're going to unconsciously take it out on your family and your friends uh, and the loved ones in your lives. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, 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 okay. You guys are incredible. Thank you. Can you guys bless them? Thank them for with me and for me. That's a whole word. That's a whole word. Um, I also like how people in the church, I feel like, can say sometimes more direct things to you guys than pastors can. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I feel like if I said that, y'all walk out. Just being honest. Just being honest. I'm kidding. Um, Kim, Hi. thanks for being here. Kim is, listen, Kim Kim is doing it. Um, she is a person of peace at Bright City. She's only been here about a year and some change. Um, and the amount of life and abundance that you have stirred up in our house is astounding. And we see God in it. And we thank God. Um, for his presence and power in your life. Will you tell us what's one thing he taught or did in your life in 2023? Yeah, sure. Um, so I went into 2023, and I felt like the Lord said, this is a year of rest. And I was here for it. Um, for those of you that don't know, Tom and I, we're serial entrepreneurs. We had just sold our tech company. And we were like, I need rest in the most serious way. Um, and I had a vision, like I always have a vision for everything. And so my vision for rest looked like, oh, I don't know, Cabo, maybe some margaritas and friends by the poolside. I had it. This was like my vision, my goal for 2023. And we were going to live, you know, this amazing life. Little did I know, and I, and I really would love to, you know, maybe regale you with this idea that like I sat by streams of living water and the Holy Spirit was speaking words of life and comfort to me. Um, but the reality is it felt like a cyclone. We were in the middle of a cyclone, and we were like, you know, kind of thing. It was super disorienting. Um, and I wanted so badly to just, you know, my, my personality is to just go, look, we've got a plan. We're going to, you know, execute on this plan. It's going to be great. But really, 
my heart was just so grieved. And I, you know, I spent 2023 just kind of like, what's the deal, God? Like, this does not look like rest. And if this is rest, I'm not here for it. Um, and of course, you know, I, God speaks to Tom and I very differently. He speaks to me very directly, um, maybe a little more gently to Tom. And so he's just <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like, hear me out, hear me out. Um, and so I felt like um, I went, I kept going to the Lord, you know, and I'm, I'm spending time with him and I'm doing all the things that I know I'm supposed to do as a believer, right? And then one day I was reading um, Matthew eleven twenty eight. And we all know this scripture, you know, come to me all you that are weary and heavy laden and I will give you rest. I could quote that to you all day long, but it was like, when I read that scripture in that moment in 2023, I felt like, um, like something in my heart got like charged. Like it was like the Holy Spirit was like, and, I, and then again, it was like, and again, it was, and I realized that I had created a caricature of what rest looked like. In my mind, I was like, this is what rest looks like. And they were all surrogates for the real thing. Because Jesus said, come to me, all you who are weary. And he is the rest. And I was looking, you know, for all these other amazing things when the Holy Spirit was like, look, just abide in me. I'm going to give you rest. It's, it's all good. That's Find me in that place of like chaos and you can find rest in the midst of all the things that are going on. So my paradigm has shift, uh, shifted going into 2024 where I'm like, I can find rest even if we're now, you know, having been acquired in a company of 15,000, um, you know, and we're like kind of moving fast and all of these things. Yes, there will be things that I can say as a result of the rest that I find in Jesus. Yeah, we might be going to Cabo one day, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. Um, or doing those things that are restful, but those are a byproduct of the thing that God is doing in my heart as I abide in him, so. So good. Would you share a little bit about what that might look like practically in your day-to-day -day life? Yeah. So it's funny. Uh, because I'm a goal person, everything to me looks like work. If I say rest, rest to me looks like what's the plan am I going to, you know, what am I going to do to make it restful, right? <laughs> like, I don't, people go, oh, we're going to find rest. And I'm like, I got it. I got it. I've got, like, a whole plan for rest. And I've, like, you know, assembled a team that are going to help me rest. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> Um, and really what I feel like just practically <laughs> is me just abiding. Yeah. Like when I, you know, there's an old song when, when uh, you know, everything around me is sinking sand on Christ, the solid rock I stand. That's where I feel like I'm going into in 2024. And, and I hope that you can stop in the midst of chaos and just say, God, let your grace, like I open my hands wide to receive your grace in this moment. I'm abiding with you in this moment. And instead of looking externally for surrogates for rest, allow him to give you rest in your soul. Thank you, God. Can you guys thank him with me? Woo! Woo! Can you guys believe all of those incredible insights? I feel like um, I, I just, as I got to hear kind of some previews this week, I was just so in awe of God and so thankful for how 
he is so wild and so big and in our midst when we do this big communal gathering, but also he is so specific and he is so intentional. Um, so we're about to go into response time and at Bright City, um, we take this time because we, again, don't just want to be hearers of God's word, but we want to be doers. We want to be responders. We want to be people who take what we heard in the communal setting and we actually act on it um, in an intentional and in a specific and a personal way. And so we respond in a couple of different ways. We, wish we respond by worshiping, um, by just saying true things about God as we sing together to really call our own spirits up, but to also remind ourselves of these truths. Um, and we respond by taking communion because in the name of Jesus, none of this is possible without the body and the blood of Jesus given on our behalf that we might be reconciled to God. None of this is about like a nameless, faceless faith in eternity or in the spirit. This is about the person of Jesus who gave his life that we might experience eternal and abundant life. And so we take communion every single week just to remember that, um, to come into agreement with that, with our, our bodies. And if Bright City is your church, this is a moment where we're also faithful to give back to God what is his through the tithe. Um, and you guys know the ways to do that, or if not, you'll see them up there. Um, but lastly, one of the ways that we like to respond to God during worship is by getting prayer. And today, I've asked the people who shared today um, to be our prayer team. Because as you heard, um, they obviously have, have experienced God in these specific ways. And I want you to be able to go to them if you're like, hey, I actually need to know that. Or I need to experience that. Or I need some victory in that. Or I need some healing in that specific area. I want them to be able to feel um, the authority that they have as God has taught them and grown them and led them. Um, and to be able to pray with you and for you. But as you see them come up here and pray, I also hope that it's a very, very, very strong reminder of this. Um, if you are in Christ, if by grace through, through faith you walk with God, you have a relationship with Jesus, you get to hear from God. And whether or not you have a relationship with Jesus at all, he is moving on your behalf. He is working for the good of those who love him. He can't not do it. He can't stop being faithful. He can't stop taking care of you. It's not in his nature. Um, and so as you see them standing up here and praying, and as you see them stepping into authority and praying for other people, I want you to know in 2024, if you walk with Jesus by grace through faith, you have the same authority. And God is bringing things into your life. He's bringing different areas of victory. He's, he's bringing new pieces of growth. He's bringing new pieces of knowledge. He's bringing new pieces of wisdom. And sometimes it might look messy. And a lot of times it might look like repenting and growing. And sometimes it might look like you're getting stretched. And sometimes it might look like you're making a mistake and you're trying again. And sometimes it might look like grief and pain. And sometimes it might look like joy and healing. But God is moving in your life, on your behalf, in you and through you. And we actually need, we need you. This church, this body of Christ needs you to testify, 
to what he's doing in and through you, whether you do it with a microphone or whether you do it over coffee or whether you do it over dinner with your family, we need you to keep stepping into that healing and growth and speaking about it. We need you taking that authority and praying over other people, whether it's up front or whether it's in the back or whether it's in your car on the phone. This is how the body of Christ grows. We stand and we affirm what God is doing and how he's moving and how he's helping us and how he's good and how he's being God. And we encourage each other with that truth. Amen? Amen? Will you guys stand? And I want to pray over us really quickly before we worship. If you feel comfortable, will you put like a hand either on your chest or on your forehead um, and just receive these words over yourself? God, we um, come into agreement with the truth that you are not just bringing wisdom and insight and growth and healing for a few people. We come into agreement with the very good news that you are working on behalf of all of your kids for us to see you more clearly, for us to see the kingdom more clearly, for us to experience you more intimately, for us to serve you with more intention, for us to experience more joy. God, we come into agreement with the very good news that this bright city is a collection of people who are experiencing your redemption and your grace and your hope and your healing. And in 2024, God, we want to make space to see and to hear it. We want to give you credit. We don't want to just go through saying, like, I did it, I did it, this went well, I crushed my goals. We want to look for your hand and look for your character. And we want to proclaim it. By the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony, they defeated the enemy. And so today we do. We declare war on the liar. We say things grow here. God is moving here. God is healing here. God is setting people free. God is bringing hope where there is heartache. Our Father who is faithful and good, is in our midst. Holy Spirit that hovered over the water at creation is here, moving on our behalf. Jesus, our friend and Savior, stands with us and for us, bringing the redemption and the healing that only he can. We want to respond to that truth and that good news. In Jesus' name, let's worship. Thanks for listening into Bright City. If this was encouraging, we'd love for you to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. If you're an owner at Bright City, you can give online at brightcity.church or on Venmo to Bright City. Before you go, we'd love to speak this benediction from Matthew 5 over you. You are the light of the world. A city built on a hill cannot be hidden. In the same way, let your light shine before others so they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. We love you, Bright City.